The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is up, sir? We're finally going to get back to a topic. How's it feel? Feels good. Hopefully our internet holds. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Sons of bitches. I swear to God. So today, we're going to talk about Bigfoot attacks. Smells like... Bigfoot's day. <laughs> but, uh, I also have a surprise for you at the end of the episode. Uh, I gotta wait till the end. Uh, yeah. Damn. Uh, so right. we'll yeah we'll get into that later. But uh, okay. everybody should go check out Podbelly. Go to Podbelly.com. They got great Bigfoot dicks over there. They do. They also yeah. have the podcasts. Yeah. Nerds yeah, on yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah. Hillbilly horror stories. Do it, Doug. Where and. They... They talk about Bigfoot dicks there. They do talk about Bigfoot dicks. And yeah. even what's really cool, like if you want to like start a podcast, they're like Podbelly's got all this stuff right here. Like from podcast planning to, to publishing marketing, there's like a six part guide there that just is a general overview of what it takes to just get your podcast off the ground. And it is an excellent resource. So even if you yourself are thinking about starting your own podcast, cruise over to podbelly.com. Um, and yeah, give it a look, man. Let them know that we sent you. Um, it's freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome over there. Yeah, go go tell the Sofa King boys that we we uh, talked yeah. about. Apparently, so yeah. I was out yeah. like a week and a half ago out You're of Big out. Rip. Out of oh, Big yeah. Rip. I stopped in there after the Planet Comic Con, actually, and I ran I into it. people that I knew, uh, people that listened to the show and listened to Sofa King. And apparently, oh, yeah. the Sofa King guys told people that if they saw me to tell me to fuck off or something like that. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard that. I listened to the show still. I don't know why I didn't hear that. Maybe it's it was amazing. in a part like at the end that I cut off or. Tell Jason um, to fuck off. <laughs> honestly, sometimes I cut through their like if I don't have yeah. a lot of time, I cut through their first fifteen minutes or whatever, and go to the yeah. podcast like the topic. Yeah. So it was probably in there, but um, you tell you them know, to go go. It's Harry Dick. I love yeah. it. I love it. You know, Brad specifically. Speaking of like telling your friends weird shit, though. Okay, like just kind of on that topic. Imagine my surprise when we have somebody show up to the manor yesterday. Yeah. Who I do know, by the way. And and apparently oh. you had given this person <laughs> a little uh, a little to-do list. I did, so yeah. You Just told one, her that one when thing. she was to show up uh, here at the manor, she was to give me a swat on the ass. Um, yeah, did she? Yeah, so I mean, imagine. My I mean, surprise, you know I her. I don't girl. know her that well. We're just friends on Snapchat. Oh, I see. Well, no. <clears throat> so I, 
I haven't seen her in three years. So and she really said cool. she was um, doing paranormal things in a post. So I messaged, have fun. And she said she was coming yeah. by to see you. So I told yeah. her to smack you on the ass. That is hot. That is hot. Yeah. So, yeah, imagine my surprise when I haven't seen this girl in three years. Uh-huh. Give her a hug because I was like, oh, my God, it's so great to see you. Give her a yeah. hug. And then little little pat pat on, on the well, rock. I'm you know glad I mean? my, uh, I'm glad she yeah. did it for me. Got a little action yesterday. Did you feel you know a little I mean? bit of my hand in that too? <laughs> you know, I more or less imagining, you know what yeah. I mean, at this point. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was great. It was great. I appreciate the hell out of you. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I also want to mention our Patreons members, our Ecto Plus members. So, if you are an Ecto Plus member out there on our Patreon and you haven't signed up or you haven't got into our new Ecto Plus feed. Nobody knows what you're um, waiting for. Just message us because you're missing out on the extra shows each week. Yeah. And it's easy. It's super easy. It seems complicated, but really it's super easy. You just have to put the RSS feed into the search bar of most uh, podcast apps. Yeah. And it's a specific RSS feed just for you. So you need to get it from us and you should have an email. Yeah. If it's not in there, I can send you the link via message on any app um and then you just search that on like podcast attic or itunes and it'll come up um and then you just go through the motions of you know subscribing to that feed and you'll get that every day so i mean Um, quite literally it's a copy and a paste yes in, in about 10 seconds maybe of your time and then you're listening to the ecto plus feed yeah, so I listen to most of my shows. Not all of them, but most of my shows that I listen to, I listen to on Podcast Addict. And all I had to do was copy the RSS feed that's just for me and put it in the search bar where I was yeah. searching for new podcasts and click on it, and it took me right to it, and I just had to subscribe. And then it let me know through our hosting service for that 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 person, me, got it done so i know who has and who hasn't yeah got into it yet sons of bitches it's amazing i love that actually you sent me the thing the other day didn't you i did yeah um i see that you haven't signed into it why don't you shut up just stop (laughs) i do want to start uh so i do want to giving uh, shout outs like we're supposed to to our patron members so i want to shout out uh, Bill Kozup, who is a Doctor's Minion level mm. patron on our um, That's pretty hot, though. That's he's been hot. a patron for two years, almost two years now. Yeah, damn, man. Thank you. That's great. Yeah. He that has a shirt great. with my face on it. Jesus Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so oh other things are going to come to Patreon, uh, Ecto Plus level. It's five dollars a month. I'm gonna start back up the Ecto Files uh, newsletter, physical newsletter. I only did one. Yeah. Um, before I was gonna do it every month, and it's just a little too much, so I'm gonna do it every quarter. And I decided June first, I'm going to swap the daily news episodes from the public feed being Monday, Wednesday, Friday, mm-hmm. and the private. Uh, plus feed being Tuesday and Thursday, plus Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm going to switch those. So I'm only going to release oh, yeah. Tuesday and Thursday. 
out to the public. And our Ecto Plus members will get Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Well, Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I love so, that. I love that. So go sign up now before June 1st. You'll get all of the stuff you missed, too. So everything True. going back to a couple weeks ago is on there. You'll get every every single sh- episode that's on the public feed will also be on there. So it's a one-stop place. You don't have to switch back and forth yeah. to listening to all of our stuff will be on there. It's pretty sexy. I like it. So, Dr. Feelgood, what, yeah. what are we talking about today? What, I'm going to talk discussing? about some Bigfoot attacks that have happened to people. Some very serious Sam Squat shit going on here. Yeah. <laughs> right? Damn it. Have you, uh, have you ever heard of anybody getting attacked by Bigfoot? Not attacked. No. No. Now, I've heard of people that I know or whatever that have had encounters and blah, 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 mm-hmm. but never, never an attack. That's next level stuff right there. And trust me, I got some buddies that are out there all the time that are looking for this. Never an attack. Well, some a lot of these are older. Some of them are are more recent. Um, but a lot of most of the first ones are older accounts, like eighteen twenty nine. What is the first one I have? The wow. oldest one I have. Wow. So eighteen twenty nine, Okafinoki swamp attack. Now that's a fucking mouthful. <laughs> uh, the tale wow. originated near the south end of Ware County where the line that divides Georgia from Florida passes through the Okefenokee. In 1829, the first settlers were just pushing into the fringes of the swamp. Surrounded by the stunning beauty of the swamp, they quickly picked up on an Indian legend that held a mysterious race of people living on an island deep in the wilderness. Wow. So far at... As is so far as is known, this legend first appeared in print in 1806 in Jedediah Morris's book Geography Made Easy. So that's funny. <laughs> I wonder if I could find that book out there. That um, would be cool. But that's obviously when you're picking up that book, you don't think you're going to find a story about a race of Bigfoot people. That's fair. James, let's see. Dude. I'm looking right now. Geography. Checking it out. Made yeah. easy. It's, it's oh yeah, not, they have them. They have these. I could get one for forty bucks. Thirty dollars. Son of a bitch. He's got to really be dead condition. by now, right? He's still making. Oh dumb. yeah, I mean eighteen oh six. Still fucking no. making a killing. <laughs> Dick. I mean, I have a good condition one with maps. We're over here grinding our asses off. Look at this asshole. <laughs> Thank God. Bless. I'll save you for later. Mm. That's exactly what she said. I'll be right back. Keep going. In this, going. in his section on Georgia, Morris repeated a legend that a group of Indian hunters had gone into the swamp and become lost. When they were in a dispersed condition, or desperate condition, a party of the most beautiful women they had ever came to their or they had ever seen came to their rescue <laughs> so this is going to be a kinky story like <clears throat> kind of like my going. surprise at the end what? <clears throat> uh, quote they being lost in inextricable inextricable swamps and bogs and on the point of perishing 
were unexpectedly relieved by a company of beautiful women mm. whom they called daughters of the sun who kindly gave them such provisions as they had with them consisting of fruit and corn cakes Everybody likes cake. Sounds like some kinky Aleister Crowley shit. <laughs> uh, the, the tale, as repeated by Morris, continued with the women warning the hunters to flee as fast as possible to their own country because their husbands Jesus. were fierce men and cruel to strangers. These okay. men of the swamp were said by the Creek Indians to be of gigantic stature and both cruel and warlike. <clears throat> so that was from 1806, an account in geography. Geography wow. made easy. But the in the winter of 1828 to 1829 was extremely dry, and two men living on the edges of the swamp decided to explore as deep as they could. Accompanied by a boy, they went into the Okefenokee, and over a course of two weeks, continued to penetrate deeper and deeper into it. For fuck's it. sake. For fuck's sake. I don't set this stuff up. It yeah. just happens. It just happens like this. Mm-hmm. I'm not buying it. It's the magic it, of I'm you like... and I. It's the magic of you and I. <laughs> yeah. It is the magic of you. Uh, <laughs> like, As they explored shit. the very heart of the swamp, they made a startling discovery of gigantic footprints. Uh, the length of the foot was 18 and the breadth 9 inches. Wow. The monster, from every appearance, must have moved forward in an easy or hesitant gait, his str- or hesitating gait, his stride from heel to toe being a trifle over 6 feet. A trifle. That was from the Midgetville, Georgia Statesman, January 1829, Republished by the Connecticut Sentinel, February 9th, 1829. The men, as newspapers of the time noted, had seen enough. Ending their expedition and retreating out of the swamp, they related to their friends and neighbors that they had what they had seen. Wow. The story excited the curiosity of a party of hunters, of course, because every man wants to go hunt whatever big is out there. That's fair. Um, this was my argument as to why some percentage of men wanted to bring back dinosaurs because they want to be able to hunt them. I um, can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nine in number, they went into the swamp to find the mysterious giant. They were I guided know. by one of the members of the original party. Oh, I like it. Following for some days the direction of their guide, they came at length upon the track first discovered some vestiges of which were still remaining. Pursuing these traces several days longer, they came to a halt on a little eminence and determined to pitch their camp and refresh themselves for the day. You pitched that (laughs) town. I wonder what refreshing themselves entails. I don't know. The expedition... I mean, it's like al fresco. They probably just sat around naked around the fire. Ugh. You burn off the germs, man. There's no showers there. <laughs> you just burn off the germs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
the expedition was described <laughs> in detail in newspaper reports published in February 1829. Those accounts indicated that as the hunters were discharging their guns to reload them with fresh powder for the night, a wild animal charged their camp. Son of a bitch. The next minute, he. this is from the article, the next minute he was full in their view, advancing upon them with a terrible look and ferocious mind. Our little band instinctively gathered close in a body and presented their rifles. The huge <laughs> being, nothing daunted, bounded. Stop it. You're fucking dirty mind, man. <laughs> trying to be to serious here. My right. Keep going. From my huge body, close body. Yes. Founded right. upon his victims and in the same instant received the contents of their seven rifles. Receive this. Receive. The fight, however, content. did not end there. Mm. He did not fall alone, nor until he had glutted his wrath with the death of five of them. Damn. Which he affected by wringing the head from the body. Writhing and exhausted, at length he fell with his hapless prey beneath his grasp. So he Holy ripped shit. five people's heads off. Just fucking ripped them right off. Ripped them right off. Oh my god. As the creature, yeah, as the creature lay oh. dying on the ground, writhing and sometimes roaring, the men who survived the attack gathered around it to make a closer inspection. The creature was found to measure 13 feet from head to toe and his breadth and volume of just proportions. Uh, immediately fearful that the dying monster's cries might attack other or attract others of its kind, the hunters fled the swamp. Yeah. The men who died in the battle with the creature were left lying where they had fallen. What are you going to do? It is a remarkable story, but could it be true? The honest answer is no one knows. Man, it's crazy, though. I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, of course you're going to leave them there. You got to get the hell out of there, right? Yeah, it's one of the earliest gotta, written like, accounts of Bigfoot. You're trying yeah, to figure I mean, out yeah, like, whose I mean, head matches whose body? Come on. That's a fucking mess. <laughs> I... <laughs> I would think they probably would have gone back for them. Eventually, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, that, that that's powerful. Story. That's fucking ripping powerful. their heads off. I... Ripping their goddamn heads off. Come here. Get your ass. Oh, right. It's crazy. It's crazy. Did you, did you know that Teddy Roosevelt recounted a Bigfoot encounter in one of his books? No. And it, I it, did it, not. it wasn't one of his, it was one that was told to him. Interesting. Okay. And so Teddy, like somebody he knows. Yeah, well, somebody he came across, I guess. And Teddy Roosevelt's 1893 memoir, The Wilderness Hunter, the former president recounts a strange story about a strange eight-man attack from a grizzled, weather-beaten old mountain hunter named Bauman. Bon, Bonham. 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 Yeah. Bonham. Bonham. Who was born and passed all his life on the frontier. Although this is not a first-hand account, the story stuck with Teddy Roosevelt because it was so different from anything he had experienced in his own life as an avid outdoorsman. According to Bonham, 
When he was a young man, he and a friend went beaver trapping That's in hot. a river valley <laughs> in the yeah, Montana Territory and were camping in a mountain pass where a lone trapper's half-eaten remains were found by a mining prospector. Holy shit. All right. Uh, the two men left their horses at the foot of a pass and climbed a small glade where they set up their camp. The men left the campsite and set out to place beaver traps along the river. We used to call that cruising. I'm yeah. joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. When they returned to camp that evening, they found their lean-to destroyed and their contents of their bags scattered across the ground around what appeared to be bear-like tracks. Bonham's friend made a torch from their campfire and investigated the tracks. He said, that bear has been walking on two legs. Bonham laughed off the idea and the two trappers went to sleep. But hours later, Bonham was so, awoken by an unpleasant stench in the shadow of a great body at the entrance of their lean-to. Fuck this. Bonham this fired his rifle at the beast and it retreated into the forest. The next morning, the men went back to business as usual. Would you be like, I mean, obviously yeah. it's a different time then. They probably, I mean, where are they going to go? I, they could pack out. But they were grizzled old outdoorsmen. Yeah, that's true. Like, I've, God, if it no. was me, I'd be packing up my shit. I'd, yes, absolutely. Be like, you know what? It's probably time to go. Probably time to head on out. But it says, so after returning wow. to, they went back to business as usual. And after returning to camp after a long day of checking their traps, they found again their lean to destroyed with the same footprints. What? That night, the two men barely slept as they heard heavy set or heavy feet snapping twigs around their camp and a horrible cry echoing through the night. Fuck that. Uh, the next morning, the men decided enough was enough and it was time for them to leave this creepy valley with their lives intact. They worked together, emptying their traps all day, and Bonman Bonam volunteered to retrieve the last three traps from a nearby river on his own. A few hours later, when he finally returned to camp, he found the still warm body of his friend against a tree with four fang marks on his broken neck and the no. same footprints they saw at their camp. Bonham. That is crazy. That's from Teddy fucking Roosevelt. Yeah, you know, it's Teddy Roosevelt. Well, I mean, it's the, yeah, yeah. He wrote this story. God, no, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, it could be an old man, old wood story, but maybe who knows? I mean, it's just as credible as any other personal story anybody that's has fair. out there. That's fair. God, man, that's interesting though. That was a cool story. So the Bigfoot's a killer. I mean, Bigfoot is just a killer. Just an absolute killer. Man. All right. Next one. The 1924 assault on Ape Canyon. You said 1924? 1924. Okay. Ape Canyon is a gorge along the edge of the plains of Abraham to the southeast of Mount St. Helens. 
1924, a group of gold prospectus, Fred Beck, Gabe Lever, Lefever, uh, Lefever, Lefever. Love that. <laughs> it's just spelled weird. Uh, John Peterson, Marion Smith, and Smith's son Roy set out. Roy doesn't get a last name, but I guess Not it's either. Smith as well. Could be. <laughs> out to search for gold in Ape Canyon. According to their story, the men encountered a group of ape men about eight miles away from Spirit Lake. The men described this creature, the creatures as seven foot tall. You getting arrested over there? I might be. I don't know yet. <laughs> Around 400 pounds with four inch long ears sticking straight up. Now that's odd. That's more like so, dogmen kind of thing, right. right? That's kind of what I'm thinking too, yeah. Short, stubby toes, long black hair, and they were described to walk with a human gait. One of the men was so startled by this that he fired his rifle three times, striking the beast and knocking it off of a cliff. Holy shit. The men thought nothing of it. Well, no, that's not true. <laughs> like They thought nothing of it. They're like, this oh, article, oh. obviously, they just wrote that in. Like, what? Yeah, okay, okay, we shot this. Might have been a person, might have been a thing. Who cares? They're like, yeah, well, it's just a Tuesday. <laughs> Go for it. Keep Went going. about the rest of their night hanging out in their cabin when yeah. suddenly the house seemed to shake. According to Beck, a gang of these angry ape men were throwing rocks at the house and the men grabbed their rifles and fired back. <laughs> According to his story, Beck was knocked out for two hours by a rock. Holy shit. All right. He got his clock cleaned. Holy hell. That's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm reading a part that doesn't. The siege lasted the entire night. The guy went into, um, he went into talking about being unconscious for two hours and how medically that's bad well no shit i didn't even read that on there <laughs> uh the siege lasted the entire night and the creatures retreated in the morning first thing in the morning the men fled and reported the incident to a very skeptical state trooper and a local newspaper the story became so popular and widespread that the canyon was given the name ape canyon weird um weird I did see, like, there was a little bit of a possible explanation for this, but I okay. don't, it, not the first part where they claim they shot one of these things, but they, tr like, a skeptical news article explained this as there were kids up on the ridge, the cliff above the canyon, throwing rocks down, not knowing the miners were down there. Oh. But that doesn't have anything to do with shooting one of them. Right. But anyway, so in the same area in May of 1950, a professional mountaineer and skier Jim Carter mysteriously disappeared in Ape Canyon after leading a group of 20 people from Seattle up Mount St. Helens. Carter left the group at Dog's Head Peak and told them he would ski down and take their photo as they skied down to Timberland. Huh. That was the last time anyone saw Carter dead or alive. 
The next morning, the Seattle Mountain Search and Rescue Unit set out to search for Carter, and they found his discharged camera where he had taken a photo. Carter's ski tracks suggested that he took off down the mountain in a wild, death-defying dash, taking chances that no taking chances that no skier of his caliber would take unless something was terribly wrong or he was being pursued. It's a quote Jeez. by Bob Lee, former member of Seattle Mountain Search and Rescue Union. Unit uh, Lee reported that he felt as if he was being watched from the woods during the initial search for Carter. It was the most eerie experience I've ever had. There was something strange on the high slopes of the mountain. I could feel the hair on my neck standing up. It was eerie. This is a guy that his job is to be out there and look for people. Right. Uh, I was unarmed except for my ice axe. And I believe me, I never let go of that. Carter's complete disappearance is an unsolved mystery to this day. Uh, Dr. Otto Trot, whoever that is, finally came to the conclusion that the Mountain Devils got him. The Mountain Devils? Uh, says, after two weeks of searching every inch of Ape Canyon, absolutely no sign of Carter besides his blank camera and frantic tracks were ever found. Jesus. Eventually, Dr. Otto Trot came to the conclusion that the mountain's devil got I just read that. According to Trot, there have been 25 reports of mountain devils, which are described as ape-like creatures at Mount St. Helens over the last 20, or over a 20-year period. Holy shit. It says, well, there is no evidence that Carter was killed by Bigfoot, his disappearance is still unsolved. My God, man. That's bizarre. I mean, he the disappearance one thing. So the tracks down the mountain that looked like he was skiing crazily, he yeah. could have been trying to go super fast so he could get photos before they started. But that doesn't, you know, that won't mean that he disappeared. I mean, what did he fall into a fucking hole in the ground and sealed up? I man, maybe he wanted to disappear, but then there'd still be maybe. tracks in the snow leading to wherever he went. True. So I don't know what to think. I don't know, about. dude. Like, it, it makes me wonder, though. Like, I mean, just wildlife in general, right? Let's say he mm -hmm. skis down. He takes a weird ass. He he veers off in some direction. And, I mean, he, he falls. He gets hurt. And to the point where he then just ultimately, he dies, right? Yeah. And, I mean, in all honesty, like, honesty, if I could speak, like, how long would it take just wildlife in general to, to kind of pick him apart? A couple weeks. And I mean, they kind and of. And it they, depends. So if this is winter time, it could take right. a lot longer because the more active, larger. I don't know if there's bears in Mount Salem, St. Helens no area, idea. but if there is at that time, they're, they're probably hibernating. Yeah. Um, bugs aren't out. So it doesn't have the decomp through bugs so yeah right. it's probably be a lot longer people that die in the snow tend their, their bodies tend to be there for a long time until it yeah. thaws so yeah I'm, I don't trying, know. I'm trying to come up with something here you know but i don't know like if Alien. it is winter time yeah it might be aliens. it might just be like <laughs> bitches. so no man it's fascinating this next one is an article 
from 2015. Oh. Sasquatch hunters near Houston say they were attacked by Bigfoot. Now, I'm going to take this with a grain of salt because they are Bigfoot hunters. So they're going to read into what happens to them as Bigfoot. As Bigfoot. That makes sense. Yeah, they're going to be and a little biased. Or I've been. Lot, I hope this article's written well because I've been a little, as our listeners know, I've been a little pissed off about how badly articles have been written lately that I've been trying to cover. Yeah, it's kind of um, crazy. Sasquatch didn't like it when explorers in the Sam Houston National Forest drew too near him last week, and in his fury, he hurled giant logs at the curious humans. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's gross now that is super gross i don't yeah i know what's going through your head <laughs> oh sorry Apes throw shit i guess yeah exactly ah here's some caca <laughs> uh that's according to wes germer who host of the sasquatch chronicles oh i know wes what? It was him. Well, that's a little more. That's a little more. I don't know him personally, but I. But you know, I've, I've talked West. to him several times over the years. Like he has a huge show now, and okay. when he first started, was I? You know, I listened to his show and would interact with him some. He seems pretty. Um, at least he seems pretty credible. Like believable. Yes, huh. I don't see him making up. Like completely fabricating a story, I right. could see him. I could see him and his team, like I said at the beginning of the article, um, reading into things. Yeah, um, because that's what they're out there for. It's like paranormal investigators exactly. always like do that same shit. Thing. Yep. Um, his team ventured into the East Texas piney woods with the guide of Bob Garrett and Sons, a Conroe family of self-described cryptozoologists who have tracked legendary creatures through the woods north of Houston for years and who document their findings in various Bigfoot blogs. Uh, quote, my heart was just pounding in my throat, said Germer. He recounted his chilling brush with the unknown giant. In the early night, the forest was tame as Germer and Garrett sat and chatted in camp while the crew was out exploring with flashlights and night vision goggles. Then the noise came. We hear this thing crash through the brush, and then we hear this thing start crashing, just crash, 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 Germer said. And you could hear it walking, and you could hear it breaking branches as it's going. At first, he said he was upset that one of his team members was making such a racket, and then and thought it strange that something would try to navigate without a light, or someone would try to navigate without a light. But quickly, he noticed the giant flow of lights far away and out of his team, all of his team gathered in the distance. Garrett announced, this forest creature wasn't one of them. I mean, that's a bit of an assumption, but probably a good one. Um, Then the giant bolted off and plowed fiercely through the dense brush with astonishing speed. This thing moved fast. It probably covered 100 to 150 yards like nothing, Germer said. Wow. Uh, The commotion settled, and Germer estimated the creature was just 30 or 40 feet beyond the tree line of the campsite, but the thicket obscured it entirely. Garrett, a seasoned East 
parent or Texas tracker loaded his gun and ducked into the brush to catch a glimpse of the monster. Germer followed, but a glimpse would never come, because as the two men neared the spot where they heard the beast lurking, a noise grew in the air like the beating of a helicopter blades coming straight for them. What? Quote, and I knew what it was. It was a log coming. It was big log, and you could hear it being thrown, Germer said, and I ducked down because I thought for sure it was going to hit one of us in the head. But it hit a tree right in front of us, and I just couldn't believe that was happening. I knew what just threw that log at us. I knew what just took, or what just paced us. I knew what just paced us in. What does that stand for? What does that mean? I knew what just paced us in. Maybe it's misspelled. Uh, the two men were lucky to come out with their lives, and Garrett declared the beast had issued them a warning. I mean, that's pretty convenient. To yeah. issue. Like, if it would have hit you, would it have been a warning? Do you think that Bigfoot purposefully just threw it at a tree in front of them? I don't think Bigfoot cares. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but it wasn't the only time Sasquatch threw logs at the unwelcome intruders in his forest domain. Germer recounted a time in the very same trip where a log crashed down into the spot where his girlfriend had sat just moments before. Garrett also reported multiple instances of Sasquatch log throwing in the Piney Woods in his blog, Sasquatch Mountain. According to one post, he and his son once took shelter in their truck as it was bombarded by multiple Sasquatches in an abandoned campsite left ransacked by creatures. Uh, we could hear them run back and forth in the tree cl- or tree limbs and broken trees flew to camp nonstop, he wrote in 2014. I'm going to have to reach out to him. I doubt he Do remembers that. me. but You I, know what, though? Like, what if we could get him on the show? Well, I definitely think we could probably get him on the show. And I've been wanting to go down to Houston for quite a while because our friend Shaggy's down there, too. What up, Shaggy? And maybe... Maybe we can all go out to the woods together. That's hot. What are we doing out there? I I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. I definitely don't want to be... I mean, I would prefer to do it in the wintertime, honestly. Why? Why? Because you don't want to be too hot? Too hot, too many bugs. Yeah, the mosquitoes, they get a little, they get a little frisky. When you're running around the woods naked, don't they, buddy? It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, mosquitoes get through to all parts of your body, mm-hmm. no matter what. So, but especially when you're naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I have for some Bigfoot attacks. Dude, that's crazy. I want to know, um, like, have you ever been, like, I mean, any type of encounter that you would consider personally? the possibility of it being a Sasquatch? Bigfoot, whatever you want to call um, it. I was stalked by something in the woods once, but I saw it, and so I know it wasn't a Bigfoot. What the fuck was it? <laughs> uh, I think it was a shadow figure. Oh my god. Um, that was years ago. See, like screw 2012, that. 2000, 2010, maybe? Yeah. I was in a local park here, like 20 mm-hmm. minutes from my house. 
it was getting dark and it followed me up a hill and i kept turning back and it would like lean out from a tree and look at me and it would be closer as i was going up the hill i was trying to get back to the car before it got dark right didn't get it didn't get too close to me and i got out of there so i don't know what would have happened if it would have gotten dark god um i've i've been in the woods on a like a kids camp in northeast oklahoma and had something that was kind of pacing us along but it sounded really small but it was definitely it was it was following us and it was pacing us and it would stop when we would stop and 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 when we would throw stuff at it it wouldn't run away my god but i don't think it was a bigfoot because it was it sounded really small that's just crazy though it didn't sound like any animal that i knew right so yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've. That's the one thing I don't think I've had a Bigfoot encounter that I that I am aware of. I know, like when I was out in the woods with Glidden, it was specifically when we were at that board camp Crystal Mine, which was in Mina, Arkansas. Yeah, I remember that was some trippy, trippy crap. That literally, I mean, it even scared Dave. You know, at a time. And, like, I was racked out. I was gone, you know, completely asleep. And Dave was hearing all sorts of stuff going on around us. It freaked him out. Um, Even to the point where he, like, at one point thought it may be me. Came and looked in the tent, and there I am just sawing logs, you know what I mean? And, like, it's like, okay, well, it's obviously not Josh. Um, But, I mean, just the weird stuff, like, this is why that other story I kind of find believable, right? And only because, like, you just, like, how you said, it's almost like Sasquatch missed them on purpose, right? Dave yeah. and I were standing face-to-face, basically, having a conversation, talking. And you could hear this right between oh, something us. something flew between you? Right between us, man. And it was this jar, like this large stone, basically, just boom, right through. It's like, what the hell was that? Like, it was so trippy. The That's another place we like, could get back down to. We could go to. I we probably could. To, but we probably could. They, great people, great atmosphere, just an awesome experience. You know what's even better when you go out there? There is nothing. For cell service, and I mean mm-hmm. nothing. So you're yeah. literally just unplugged from. That's the all same the in the bullshit. desert. That's the same it's out so in the cool. desert area that I let, yeah. I want to take you to. I mean, it's it's so badass. So yeah. All right, know. so it's time for your surprise. You okay. remember? I mean, we mentioned it not too long ago, but you remember, <laughs> like, however many years ago, you got a very bad review on on. Uh, oh God! On do I get iTunes. another one? Do I have no, 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 one? no. I, I don't know. I may, maybe I'll have to look. I do. But, have, I did have that bad review where it's this lady was very upset. Look, just to yes. set the stage, this lady was mm-hmm. very upset with me because I was making light of a story that was read that I think Koopsik read it or whatever. Yeah. Of somebody that was how they claimed sexually assaulted by Bigfoot. Am I right in this? Yes. <clears throat> so I kind of made light of the fact that blah, blah, blah. Right. And um, I mean, that was basically it. Like she was livid. 
Now, obviously, like, I didn't believe the story to be true. That's why I was making light of it. It's not like I just go around making light of people that have been involved with sexual assault. That's not my game. Well, in that, you're going to be a little vindicated. Vindicated? So I found, in this research of looking for Bigfoot attacks, the original videos that that story was taken from. No fucking way. So let's play the first one here. Oh, here we go. Is this the guy? Yeah. Oh, we can't hear it. Oh, hold on. Yeah. You can't hear it, huh? No, we can't hear the audio. Let me. I don't know. Is let me. It... Let me try to check the settings here. It's all just where your output is. Yeah audio so if i nah, i can't change it to that um general used me to have a ba- look for those of you just listening right now the <laughs> video that koopsik brought up on screen says bigfoot used me to have a baby grown man cries now why won't it show the audio let's see Hmm. It may just be a setting on your actual computer itself, not on StreamYard. Not yeah, on I can YouTube. hear it in my headphones. Right. <clears throat> uh, let's look here. Yeah, just get to your uh, like your regular settings, maybe like your regular audio output settings on the computer itself. I know I should have tested this. There's really no way to test it, though. That's the bitch of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The sound settings. You want me to try to bring it up? Here, I'll just put the link in here. Oh, okay. I'll put the link in here, and you can pull it up. Because I can always hear yours. Yeah, so I'm just going to try to type it in here. 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 You know what I mean? I put the link in the... the, the, uh, Oh, okay. In there, so you could pull up the exact one. Because I actually have two of them. I'm trying to um, put user in timeout. No, we don't want to do that. I am. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm unable to copy and paste. I know that. Here. Let me see here. I'll send it to you on paste. Facebook then. Bigfoot used me to have a baby man. Christ. Here we are. Yeah, here, here it is. Um, no, nobody does. Thank you very much. No, nobody wants to know the secret of making a great podcast. Here, I do have it. I'm going to share. Okay. My screen momentarily. Let's see if we can do this. Share screen. Screen. Number one, and go. There it is. We'll full screen it. Oh, I found I found what I did wrong. Oh, here. Let me unmute. Turn it up. I can barely hear it. Is it better? Not really. 
Here, stop it real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me pull it back down for a second. Okay. One sec here. We'll remove uh, that off of there. I think I got it set up now. Mm. Very nice. Let's try this out. Okay. This is where it happens. Yes, sir. And I come back here. Got it. Conquer my fears. <clears throat> never come back here without a gun or without a dog. I have Jupiter with me. No, no, Jupiter doesn't seem real big, but he's a tough dog. <laughs> and all Bigfoot and Sasquatch are afraid of dogs. This is a fact. It's a Look, fact. I molested. I was molested by a Sasquatch. It's a fact. And hearing all this in the news of like Al Franken and Roy Moore and Donald Trump, it just it just brings it all back. It's like I got PTSD. This is older. So this is older. TV and I see this about our president molesting people, and I'm thinking, I've been molested. You know, nobody wants to help me. I've been molested by a Sasquatch, and I know a lot of people are saying that it wasn't. A female Sasquatch said it was a male Sasquatch, and it wasn't. It was a female. I'm not gay. Oh, I'm God. Not. Nothing like that happened. It oh, was God. a female Sasquatch. I didn't want it to happen. I was back here minding my own business looking for my dog. I was. I was looking for my dog, and she it's like she barreled out of the, out of the bushes and, and knocked me over and started pulling my pants off, you know? Wow. Oh my god. I don't know how I'm gonna get over this. <laughs> what am I gonna do? It's talking to well, the only thing that I can do is keep coming back here. One day I'm gonna see that Sasquatch. I'll see that Bigfoot. She'll be sorry for what she did to me. You'll be sorry when you did Sasquatch to Peter Kane. That was a huge mistake. The worst part about it was, but, yeah, it didn't feel good. That's why, but it was biological. I just blew my load because I had to. <laughs> I got had no choice. She got on top of me and was riding at home. <laughs> oh, my God. She didn't even give me a rimmer. Oh, my God. She didn't even give me a rimmer. She didn't even give me a rimmer. She just fucking used me for my sperm. I know she's got my baby out there in the woods. If I find her and oh my God. she's got my baby, I'm taking my baby. I'll raise that cub. That cub? I'll call it Chaka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I want to get revenge. Oh, Sasquatch, you're dead to me. How oh dare my. you do that? <laughs> she didn't even kiss me. Ah. Uh. All right, and here's uh, a follow up. Well, so follow up. Th this guy's, uh, you know, t this guy is. Uh, uh, it's all comedy, obviously, as we can oh, listen to that. This is where it happened. Back here in this dry creek bed, I was back here looking. This I one's hilarious. One of my dogs was back here, and I, I was like, how, how did the dog get out of the yard? I saw a bunch of, you know, movement, and I, and then I got back in, and well, maybe it's a deer. And then I was, I was worried about my dogs because there's a lot of Bigfoot and Sasquatch in this area. I, I didn't have a gun with me. And so I, I got back here and that's when I saw the female Sasquatch. She tore out of the bushes, 
knocked me down on the ground and I, I thought she was going to kill me. You know, I'm like, I'm like grabbing for a gun. And then I realized that I didn't bring a gun with me. I didn't have a dog with me. I was back here by myself. I was terrified. I, I, I was actually, I was so terrified. It was so scary. Oh my God. I'll be back here right now, except I, I feel the need to like get over my fear. And was as soon as I was knocked down on the, it's ripping my clothes. Did she pulled my pants off me? And I'm like, oh great, what, what? She's gonna kill me. They're gonna find my naked body here. <laughs> worse, it's worse. As soon as she got my pants off me, she started like jerking the ween. And I'm like, whoa, you know, that's not gonna work. You know, what are you doing? And then the next thing I know, keep in mind, this is a big Sasquatch, like a comparable to like a big hairy Russian Russian woman. I mean, she was big. She was like, you know, seven and a half, eight feet tall and hairy. And so I'm down there on the ground. I'm completely naked. My clothes have been ripped off me. And she starts giving me a knobber. It was, it was all just biological. And, then, you know, you know, I blew my load. I blew my load. Sasquatch. As soon as I did that, she got up and she ripped down. She like let out this hell and then ripped down this tree. Uh, I thought, my God, she's gonna like take the tree and take me and s take it and smash me, right? No, it didn't end. It didn't end. And then she starts blowing me again. She oh starts my. blowing me again, and I'm like, you know, could you give me five minutes? She didn't even give me five minutes. She started blowing me again. The next thing you know, I bust a nut again again and then she stands up and does one of these like mm, like <laughs> oh. mm, isn't that good i i swear to god i swear to god oh then my god i tails it into the woods this way now i didn't know what to do at this point i'm like what do i do i've been raped by a bigfoot do i call the police what do i do i i still don't know what to do i mean she could she could be pregnant with my child. I'll tell you one thing, I don't go in the woods anymore unless I have a weapon with me. I'll get over this. I think I should probably talk to somebody, maybe a, a counselor or something. Uh, I've never been raped bef before this. And listen, if it was a female human, yeah, let's do it. But this <laughs> oh my God. was like a creature. It was like a monster. I gotta know how many there's over a million views on that. Well, there's eight million views on the original. My so yeah, I God. mean it's when it first like I, I'm I'm assuming that's where the original articles came from was the first one. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, I uh you're vindicated. You were <sighs> making fun of a story that was not real. I mean, that guy I, actually should feel bad about some of the ways he worded things in there. That's a fair. Bit. That's fair. He probably should feel a little bad because holy shit, that's crazy. We don't pull punches here at the Ectoplasm Show. Goddamn, like we're gonna present it to you as, as it should be presented. Um, and then, well, there was still later. like two or three minutes left on each of those videos, but I think it was just the same thing. So that's crazy. But yeah, so there you go. There's your surprise. Well, I appreciate the hell out of that. That makes me feel better. Um, Are you ready and... to go look for Bigfoot now? 
You know what though? I think I think we could look for Bigfoot. We could totally do that. Um I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean I'd probably I'd be game. I would I would be game to do that. But yeah. Actually, and to tell you the truth, like if any of you have had any type of Sasquatch or Bigfoot like encounters, I want I want to hear these stories like big time. So 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Leave us a message. Shoot us a text. Whatever. Um, I mean, if you have a legitimate story, like I certainly want to hear the story. I would love that. And also then go check out ectoplasmashow.com. And uh, consider joining up for the uh, the old Patreon, the yep. old Patreon page. I so got to get off it. here and get a, get someone into the feed right now who just messaged me not too long ago during the middle of the show uh, oh, about nice. getting on that feed. So, yeah, cool, cool. If you're not nice. listening to the Ecto Plus feed, you're missing. Pretty soon, you'll be missing more than half the show, probably. Yeah, that's that's very true. Overall, that's very true. We're still going to put out our public content yeah. we won't be any less of that over you know technically because um the, you know the this episode stuff like that t- topics and whatnot but you'll yeah. you'll be missing half the show if you don't sign up for ecto plus absolutely awesome well guys i i think on that happy little note we will uh we'll let everybody go and um uh, i hope everybody has a great rest of your day or week and we will talk to you soon peace out Bum, bum, bum,